Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Ninety-three WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob. Casey's here, and well, Casey, are you aware that Election Day is like two weeks away? I've heard something about that. You get to vote this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get to vote here in Indiana. That's what you mean. How exciting! I know. And on your ballot at the top of the ticket—well, not quite the top of the ticket, but almost the top of the ticket—it is the most important thing you'll vote on this fall. Indiana Secretary of State race. Our good friend Jeff Moore, the Libertarian candidate. How are you? Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Casey. It's good to be with you both. Okay, so my biggest question to you after the debate was, and I heard this from many people, where did you get that tie? It was perfect. <laughs> I love that gold tie. It was awesome. Well, that I, that's very kind of you. I got it at a store like many others. It's probably a local store, and uh, obviously gold is the color of libertarians. We believe in the golden rule, which is treat other people the way we want to be treated. So gold it is. Is that why it's gold? Is that, is that a thing? It's a thing. How much effort you put into what you're going to wear when you go to a statewide televised he debate? He did a fashion show. You bet he did. <laughs> did you did you walk the runway for some people? How much effort did you put into what you're, what you're going to wear? There was some conversation, but probably less than you would think. I, I would like to point out that one of my favorite tweets after the debate yes. was from somebody I don't know. And the, quote, the tweet was, quote, a good friend would tell him about his shoes. <laughs> Well, we, we didn't see your shoes. Yeah, when did they see your shoes? I, I don't know, and I'm not sure why we're talking about shoes when the fate of our Democratic Republic's before us, but sure. That's, but you we know what? Talk about that. Were you wearing Birkenstocks or something? I was because not. That, no, they were that the, could be important. They were normal shoes. Okay. Boots or some, <laughs> no, some they, sort? they were dress shoes. Isn't that wild, though, that like you're up there talking about, hey, I, I'm running for the statewide office. There's one guy who's not even here, doesn't care enough about you to show up. We're, having, we're talking about elections. We're talking about business licensure. We're talking about securities fraud. And this person's like, yeah, your shoes. That's what happens. But that's okay. <laughs> Everyone gets to vote on what's important to them. Can we talk about the best, single best part about the entire debate? Yeah. Please. What, what was, was your favorite? Was the very, well, it was the 800-pound gorilla comment that Not you did the at the very end of the entire debate. I think it was your closing comment. It was, and I was ready to bring that up when if there was a question about people not showing up or refusing to debate. And so earlier, I had been thinking about what does it mean when somebody refuses to show up, refuses mm-hmm. to participate, refuses to um, sustain the public trust, in fact, to violate it by not participating. And then I started thinking about, well, who else doesn't debate? Yeah. And it was very clear that when we look at these tyrannies, these authoritarian regimes around the world, that they're leaders that their quote candidates refuse to debate because they just silence their opposition and we need to take a lesson from that we need to look and say this is the future of america we are going to devolve into tyranny if we don't hold our elected representatives accountable and the way to hold them accountable is before we elect them if they refuse to answer to us as candidates imagine how awful they will be as incumbents 
Uh, Jeff Moore, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, is our guest. So we're talking about Diego Morales not showing up. And I think about this like I am a split-ticket voter. So I'm voting for you. I'm voting for James. I'm voting for Daniel Elliott in the state treasurer's race, who's a Republican. I pick what I think are the best people for the job, even if there is a Libertarian running. If a Republican's a better person, I will pick that person. How could any person – there are still the Diego defenders out there defending him not showing up to this debate. How could any person say – I'm proud of someone who cares so little about accountability that when they're offered an opportunity to appear on statewide television and explain why they're the best person for the job, they don't show up. That's a good question. And part of why I'm running is just that accountability. I'm so frustrated at being ignored and treated like a child by my government. If I call, if I email, I don't get answers. And if you've ever had that frustration, then you and I both know it's time to hold government accountable. That's why one of the reasons why in running, I'm trying to model the behavior that I expect to see from my government. And so on all my campaign cards on my website, you can see there's a phone number. You can call and text me. It will reach the cell phone that I keep in my pocket. That number, once again, is 317-721-6438. And so if you like what you see in a candidate, you might like that person in office. What's the number? That is 317-721-6438. That's a bold move. It's been there this whole time. It's hiding in plain sight. It's not even hiding. Yeah, and that's crazy because you can't get a hold of Diego anywhere, much less like call him directly. There's, I have two opponents and one of them has a website where you can't, you can only sign up for emails and donate money. You can't communicate <laughs> with that person. And you can't see where that person will be in the future. Not only can you see where I have been, but you can see where I will be. And you could call or text. It's so wild. By the way, Jeff Moore, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, is our guest. It's so wild because Destiny Wells, on-demand abortion advocate, she's a lunatic. But in a weird way, I feel a lot better about her in this race than Diego because she shows up places. She answers questions. You may not like her. You may not like her views. You may think she's a total leftist, as many people do. But at least she's willing to say, here I am. Come at me, brah. That's right. In fact, we had another uh, forum. I, it was more like a debate in the sense that uh, the Indianapolis Rotary Club, thank you very much for hosting us, uh, in fact, hosted us at the uh, Marat Shriners Temple downtown. Oh. And it was well attended in a public um, forum, and it's now online, so you can see the full of it. But uh, you can see where we disagreed um, passionately about a number of different issues. And she continues to accuse me of being a denier or not a pro-democracy candidate, uh, even though I was on stage with her in a town hall when the Democrats said, everybody on stage is a pro-democracy candidate. So they've clearly, they've changed their opinions on things too. But I'm so focused on audits because that's what will take the oxygen out of the room for deception, for right. disinformation, for conspiracies, for confusion. We need to put sunlight. Sunlight is the best disinfectant, and that will give us the clarity. We need an audit to dispel the big lie, so not to perpetuate it. So she is fundamentally mistaken on who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Jeff Moore, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State in the studio with us. Okay, now you've mentioned that you have been out on location and Destiny Wells, the Democrat who is running in the race, has been there. Have you seen Diego Morales out on the road, out on tour, out at any events? I've met him once and only once. It was briefly. It was uh, at a parade. I think it was in Goshen or at Elkhart. Mm -hmm. uh, but either way, uh, the Republic, there were something like 120 some odd spots in the parade and the Libertarian Party came in second to last. The, um, the 
the indentured prisoners of that county were actually <laughs> behind us, and they cleaned up the parade right after us. So that's how far back we were. But uh, the Republicans had a float that was much further ahead in the parade. So I got to run up, and I saw them. I saw Diego was there, and so I ran up half a block. Uh, and of course, the parade was sort of moving along. But I ran up, shook hands, and introduced myself. And he smiled and sort of turned away and walked off. Uh, but it was pleasant and professional. We didn't exchange much by way of words, but I have met him briefly. You know, it's interesting because there's a lot of people who in the U.S. Senate race, and we talked about this, James didn't do himself a lot of favors during that debate, but who are saying, look, I agree, Todd Young's a total zero and he's been awful, but, uh, you know, I just can't stand the thoughts of the Democrats getting the U.S. Senate and you guys are right, and uh, but I'm going to have to vote for him because I can't let Schumer be in charge of this country. I'm not hearing that in your race. So it seems like, and I, I, look, I'm cautiously optimistic because your race and you getting that 10% is the most important thing that could happen this fall out of any of the races statewide uh, or local races or whatever, that there may be a lot of split ticket voters where people ultimately, they don't feel the fear in the secretary of state race like they do in the U.S. Senate race. And while I know you want James Siniak, the Libertarian, to do well in the U.S. Senate race, you're not going to decline those votes, I assume. No, I'm not declining any votes. Uh, and so it's important to recognize, I mean, we saw it in the U.S. Senate debate where the Uni Party, the, the Democrats and Republicans are working together against everyone else and against you and your voice. And you can see how we have an incumbent Republican who has spent the past 12 years spending your money. Yeah. He spent $11 trillion. That's $11 million. million. Uh, that is, that's a lot of money. It's enough to fund, I think, I, I can't remember the math, but um, it's a lot of money. So, well, and, and screw what he spent. That's what he's added to the debt. Correct. <laughs> right. So if you think that our national debt is about $30, $31 trillion, and all, that's driving inflation, so... All the pain that you feel every time you go to buy something, if a third of that was approved and spent by our incumbent Republican senator, you should remember that when you go to vote. Um, but we saw this in the debate where we saw the incumbent talking about how he's going to go fight for uh, fight against inflation, even though he's just spent this. So for the past 12 years, it's not clear that he knows where he's been or what he's been doing. Or else, the other choice is he's lying through his teeth about it. And then we saw the Democrat um, coming forward with a contract for women. So we have two parties working together to to force your vote into one of two buckets and to make sure that your voice, the things that you care about, are not actually addressed. Jeff, I want to ask you something that you've been talking about a lot on the campaign trail. And when I was younger and my older sister and brother and I would go to church without mom and dad, we always grabbed the bulletin. It was like proof that we were there. It was like our receipt from God, right? So let's talk about... <laughs> I, I like receipts. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly where I'm leading. Let's talk about that a little bit more because I've heard some people question, you don't need a receipt. And you say, yeah, no, we do. So uh, interestingly enough, the Indiana Citizen just did an article and they quoted, they interviewed a number of different people for it. And even the League of Women Voters, who the nonprofit, nonpartisan organization that has hosted these debates, uh, their uh, chairwoman for the state had a comment also towing the Democrat Party line saying, no, we don't need audits. They're too expensive. That sounds awfully familiar. So audits and receipts go hand in hand. It's proof of a, trans a transaction. It's proof that everybody is doing what they're supposed to be doing. And the comment was something along the lines of, well, if we feel that there is no problem, then we don't need an audit. And this actually feelings came up in the Rotary, uh, Indianapolis Rotary um, Forum. And we, it's wonderful to have a chief feelings officer, but what we really need <laughs> is a chief elections officer. We need to look at facts. And I'm ready to present 
the arguments around the facts to show why we need an audit. And if you can see that differently, then please, let's discuss it. I'm open to learning. But we need to live in a world of facts. And the facts are we have no idea what happened in 2020. We just can't prove it. You can't show me your vote. And until we're able to do that, we're only going to get more and more dangerous a result, a cocktail of suspicion and doubt and conspiracy. And we got lucky with January 6th. And what he, happens next time, we don't know. Well, and before I let you go, Jeff Moore, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, has been our guest today. Your, your vote, a vote for you, a vote in this race is the ultimate, my vote will not be wasted. Because even if you don't win, simply getting 10%, like if you are a person who has hated what Holcomb and the Republicans have done to this state, not just the last two and a half years, but the last five years, really, if you feel you've been lied to, you've been misled, the tax increases, the record spending, the lockdowns, the mask mandates, the meeting with Malik Mohammed, whatever it is, the 10% for you is the best way for years and years and years going forward to hold Republicans accountable. All you got to get is 10% and the libertarians get primary ballot access. And that's a game changer going forward on holding Republicans accountable. That's very much a game changer. So if you're frustrated with the uniparty, the duopoly, the two-party system working against you and never fully representing you, imagine what it'll be like. Imagine that as a two-legged stool writing itself onto a third leg. That center of power will shift and rebalance, and a third party will finally be able to hold both parties, all parties, accountable, including libertarians. So 10% is key. And I was just out at uh, in Franklin, Indiana, this past weekend at the Johnson County Fall Festival, and I met another one of your listeners there, uh, Nick Green of oh, Franklin. Okay. So big fan of yours, Rob. And There's was, one. That's good. <laughs> he was the one who self-identified. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great weekend and you could hear how people li listen react this is these are our neighbors these are our friends this is us it was never they the people it's always been we the people and we the people have a moment here to say enough is enough there's a quote attributed to thomas jefferson that says if you want something you've never had you must be willing to do something you've never done so i'm asking you go out there Text everybody on your phone, talk to your neighbors, talk to your colleagues, say, I'm voting for this person. It's important to me to support this person, this candidate, this issue. Please consider, please go re do your homework and consider voting for this person as well. We have to do something we've never done before in order to get something we've never had before. All right, real quick, case people have been wowed by your charm and charisma and generally wonderful dress at the debate, yet you got a website or a Facebook page or whatever where they can learn more about you. For that and all my fashion tips, please visit morerforindiana.com. That's M-A-U-R-E-R-F-O-R, indiana.com. And you can also call and text at 317 721 Six four three eight. Jeff Moore, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. Thank you, my friend. Good to be with you. Thank you. 93 WIBC. It's Kendall and Casey Show.